And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Just an off-the-cuff question, Mark. What is it about powers that attracts you so much? Well, I want superpowers. <laughs> Don't you know like Oh, you have them already. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The power of staying young despite yeah. your age. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... Good evening and welcome to Is It A Bicycle, Season 13, Episode 9, the original and best as ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Wrigley and I'll be your host for this evening. This week we have a man who says, if you're happy and you know it, thank you, Rex. It's Mike from McDonough. <laughs> McDonough. <laughs> 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 nice boy, <too> nice. <laughs> and in the red corner, it's our cuddly killer. Man who says that probiotic sounds a lot better than bacteria infested. It's Mark, superhero <laughs> Leonard. This week we'll be discussing some TV in the shape of Runaways and Godless and some movies in the form, or a movie in the form of Six Days. Um, and we'll talk about loads of other stuff, including Punisher, UFC 218, and mm. South of Hell. Guess who watched that one? <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going? Fantastic. So as they say in Game of Thrones, Good. winter is coming. Mm. And uh, winter brings with it a number of things. Christmas, possibly snow in this country, definitely snow in other countries. Um, And it brings a whole load of vomiting bugs. Oh, we're starting with like that. I love a good vomiting book. (laughs) (laughs) So we we got back from our sojourn to go away at the weekend. And uh, we had a suspicion that our wee man might be teething. Hmm. Because you know the way sometimes you say, I was up to my tits in something. Yep. Well, I had to change him at 20 to 6 on a... Saturday morning after being out drinking for the night. Mm-hmm. And he was up to his tits in shit. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a common theme in the Leonard household. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, oh, it was through his clothes. It was on the mattress. Lovely. It was everywhere. Mm. There's nothing you like better after a feed of drink than dealing with that. Mm. So I manned the fuck up and I dealt with it. And put him back to bed in the hopes he'd go back to sleep now that he was all clean and dry. Of course, he didn't. When I put him down, he, he grinned at me. And I think the grin was, you'll be seeing me soon. <laughs> <laughs> so about 20 minutes later, I had to accept that he wasn't going back to sleep. And I got up with him and then died for the day myself. Oh, dear. Yeah. But what I think we ascribed to teething was, in fact, a bug of some kind working its way through his system, which he had then ably passed on to the rest of us. Oh, nice. So I have this mild nausea for the last three days that only abates while I'm eating. No way. Wow. And if I, if I think if I'm active, like if I'm, you know, running around or or doing stuff or whatever, it gets worse. And uh, there's, there's weird stuff going on in my digestive tract that I'm not going to get into, but you can probably guess. So Mm -hmm. you're saying that the cure for this is to lie in bed, watching TV and eating. Basically, nice. living Sounds the dream, good. some nice. would call it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm getting away quite lightly. Donna got it a lot worse than I did. And oh, the no. details of those, I don't think anyone needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> She's had a couple of rough nights. Oh, no. Which uh, knock-on effect means you have as well, I presume. Uh, well, not as bad, because it all depends on who's doing the puking, really, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. You didn't uh, have to go out and change at 5 a.m. or anything. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's it's funny, like, because I have I have had to change Adam in the middle of the night twice or three times now. Like last mm-hmm. night again, actually the same thing again. Uh, He'd pooed through everything. Poom uh, again was everywhere. <laughs> reminds me, reminds me of that joke from Desperado. Um, what's it? The guy that directs those films, Tarantino, is it? Antonio Beras. He's the guy that's in it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. But you know, he, he, you know the way Quentin Tarantino appears in all these films oh, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. But his role in that is he comes in, he tells a joke about how this guy goes into a bar, you know, not a real class joint like this place, yeah, you yeah, know, and he, yeah. he tells a joke about how the guy bet this guy that he could go over to the table and pee on a load of guys and that they wouldn't, they'd not only be happy about it, that they'd give him money. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway, it's, it's a long involved joke, but it winds up with him peeing everywhere. <laughs> 
and that's that was in my head because Tarantino when he's when he's doing the role like he's going he said there was pee on him pee on the bar yeah, yeah, yeah. pee in the glass on the walls it was like that I was going oh my god how can one small child generate so much <laughs> <laughs> but anyway who knows oh, what fun tonight will bring mm. hopefully yeah hopefully that'll be the end but you, you know you need to get a big cork <laughs> <laughs> or seven bananas yeah. <laughs> no but eat them eat them cork like, would, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we corked them we'd just wind up there and he'd be covered in poo again but also a window would be broken mostly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's really embarrassing though like when you have a young child like that that makes you bleary eyed in the middle of the night and you have the poo Pucopolis, oh, as Mark says. Yeah, yeah. And then the next morning, you're woken up by the bin man returning your child to you from the wheelie bin. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, a night like that is the best contraceptive ever. Yeah. Tell you. Send the young lad over there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, apart from that, all's good, yeah? he's back to not sleeping at night again now ah right which is just excellent yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) can deal with that all right yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) god I'd love to have another kid (laughs) (laughs) just for a night just for a night right Um, what we started oh yeah south of hell tell us a bit south of hell I'm dying to know south south of hell I kind of found accidentally it oh, was yeah. like in those, one of those hot right now sections mm-hmm. on your TV guide. So uh, <laughs> on your uh, TV guide, <laughs> shoot up! <laughs> you know the boss of me. <laughs> and uh, it said something about demons. I said, "Okay, let's watch that." Um, so I came out. I think in 2015, got one season out of it. It's got oh, it's a TV show. TV show, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, Mira Sorvino. Oh no way. Yeah. Um, she of the incredibly large forehead. Um, <laughs> she's kind of the lead in this. And yep. I never really liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something about her that irks me. Um, but despite that, the sure, demon. The, fe- the feeling's mutual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the demon, the demon catch line got me, so I started watching. Mm-hmm. And the basic thing is herself and her brother, um, had a tragic childhood and, as part of that childhood, she ended up with a demon inside her. So they make ends meet by going around to people who have a family member possessed by demons. Okay. And she uses the demon inside her to kick the shite out of the demon. She's an exorcist. Yeah, but she kind of cheats because she uses her own demon to get rid of the other demon. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. What's in it for the demon? Uh, the demon gets to eat the other demons. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. it's a particularly nasty demon. Okay, good writing there. Uh, yeah, kicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, this is one of those shows that kind of makes me ashamed of myself because I kept on watching it and I knew within 10 minutes that it was utter shite. But I couldn't help myself because there was demons. <laughs> the first episode is called Demons Are Forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the other demons, the demon's called Abigail, is that right? That's right, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Wow. Abigail uh, the demon. Yeah. So, like, <coughs> the, the special effects are awful. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, if you have a demon inside you, you get bad skin and glowy different color eyes. You could be purple or Oh, you orange get contacts. Or, okay. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah, contacts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then you get a funny camera angle to make it pretend oh, nice. that you're climbing the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the old Batman. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and it, it's... It sounds hilarious. It is kind of, and that's kind of its biggest weakness, because I think they were looking for scary. Oh, right. But it's so bad, it becomes sort of funny. Oh, right, yeah. But it's not, uh, what do you, what would you say, embracing the funniness like, say, Buffy would have. Right. You know, Buffy knew what it was going for, and it, yeah, and it, and it did it well. Yeah. This, this is just a fucking disaster. Really? (laughs) But this is, this is like a B movie TV show, right? Yes, okay. yes it is. Um, which comes back to the fundamental flaw in my personality, 
which was that I kept watching this show. <laughs> Mike, I keep telling you, it's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't say no, Mike. <laughs> and the more I watched, the more I thought, this is awful. This is awful. Okay, next. <laughs> so I watched four episodes in a row. Oh, my dear down. Lord. Thoroughly ashamed of myself. Because <laughs> oh my I'm not getting those hours back. <laughs> Just watching it through the tears yeah, of, of uh, shame. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and now I wonder to myself, like, can I hand on heart call this a thriller? Because I know I've broken the rules. Yeah, I've, I've watched more than one. Yeah. So episode uh, one was obviously a thriller. If you watched episode two, it was enough. There was enough of a hook. Just enough. Yeah. Just enough. But God damn it. Yeah, so I can't recommend it to anybody, even though it's a thriller, technically. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I've got something kind of like that. Oh, yeah? That I'm watching at the Was moment. this like your Z Nation thing? Yeah, it's very, you yeah, know what? Yeah. It was only last night I was going, God, this is like Z Nation. I just can't yeah. stop watching it, even though it's really crap. Yeah. Uh, the episode one was excellent. Uh, actually, Mark was watching this as well, I think. Uh, Punisher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, we yeah, talked yeah. about that last week. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm up to episode, just starting episode five. Okay. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's terrible. Oh. So you're gone beyond the tip and right, yeah, right yeah. up to the nutsack. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh Lord, yeah, I know. Just, just, right. just ignore it. Just, <laughs> like, act like nothing happened. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, the story's developed and it sort of it started to get good and then now it's gone a bit quite lame. Okay. And uh, I'm hoping the only reason I'm still watching actually is because the the homeland detective person mm-hmm. is uh she's interesting okay yeah and i kind of want to see what happens with her so i'm sort of mm-hmm. watching it from her perspective rather than their perspective now okay yeah right, yeah right. uh but i'm hoping they'll sort of come out the other end and it'll mm-hmm. be good right you know so have they done any kind of character stuff or is it just ah uh, yeah i mean you a get lot a of go- punishment uh, you get a lot of background on the the main characters let's say mm-hmm. so there's yeah hold on well, Mike has a really incorrect impression of this TV show. Okay. <laughs> like, I know we talked about it being hurty, hurty blood, but mm. it's, it's very much character driven show. Mm. Yeah. Like, you're being so reductive right now. I can barely <laughs> look at you. Go on, Mark. Fold your arms. <laughs> well, no, I'd be folding my arms at you, but the show's great. But, sorry, Steve. I interrupted you. You were about to fucking clear some of the fog for him. I think on what's going on in the show. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't really want to talk about the... The theme is that uh, he's pretending he's dead, all right? And other people suspect he isn't, and some people kind of know that he isn't. Okay. And it, it it's sort of... It's ducking and diving around oh. that and a central revenge tale. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's that's uh, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Now, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't want to say it's too crap because John John Bernthal does a great job. Yeah, I mean, he really, he, he, it's his, not crap at all. His, <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, no. support it. Um, no, no I, I yeah, mean, I, I can do. I was letting, letting sure, you get your no. kick in. No, go on, go on, yeah. go on. Well, I mean, you've you've stuck with it so far. Like, you might as well hang around for this, the money show. Well, you, <laughs> this is the thing. Just act like nothing happened. <laughs> and this is the thing. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna power through it. Like, if it, the next two episodes are the decider, I know the the coming one is gonna <laughs> be a good one, right? Give over, because I kind of skipped into the middle of it by mistake and went, "Oh yeah, so that <laughs> happens, cool." So, uh, but it's the next one after that. When things die down again, that I want to see what happens. So that'll be the that'll be uh, the cure for my fence sitting. Okay. Yeah. So over to me then, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the prosecution in- rests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not into this as you are, Steve, because I enjoy the first episode so much. I said to Donna, right, listen, I need to tell you what's happened in the first episode of The Puncher, and if you like the sound of it, you should watch it because it's great. Because I didn't want to just be battering on by myself when I thought she might like it. So I, I gave her the, you know, fairly detailed synopsis of what had happened. And I said, right, do you give a shit what happens next? And she said, yeah, I do, right. So I said, great, and we watched the rest of it together. But um, the most interesting thing about it is the way they portray a character from comics where he doesn't have to be real 
into a very gritty, realistic setting where he has to be a real character, a real person. And uh, Frank Castle is a little bit fantastical in the comics because he can be. But on the Punisher TV show, they have done an excellent job with his backstory and his, um, his, his setup, I suppose, so that you can believe that a person like the Punisher could exist. And because it's the real world, you know, every time you hurt or kill somebody, it's going to leave some scars in your soul, essentially. <laughs> so needless to say, that would make the Punisher a quivering mess. And they do a very good job of writing him that way, which I think is brilliant. There's a lot of um, character integrity in The Punisher that I find really interesting. Mm. And it all kicked off with him going to war and coming back with PTSD, which is like so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it, and it's interesting. So, you know, I, I guess I suppose they are taking PTSD to the nth degree. But I find that really interesting. And there's there's the character establishment has done very very well. Like you mentioned, Steve, about the um about the lady cop. Yeah. Who is uh, investigating stuff that happened and we talked about this last week in, in Afghanistan. She her character is, has been given depth very well as well. So I hope you're you're saying that it tapers off after a couple of episodes. I hope I, that's not my experience because I'm really looking forward to watching more of this. I'm all confused now. I think you should watch it, Mike. Yeah, it's getting nine out of ten on IMDb. Yeah. So just ignore me. Yeah, yeah. Looks I like, think uh, you need, I think you need to watch it, lest it appears on the bike list for best TV show. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I think Team Marcus Wayne at this time. Although Metacritic's like me, it's on the fence, fifty-four percent. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, fifty-four yeah. is pretty bad. Hey, Mike. Yo. Did you see The Walking Dead this week? I did indeed. I was just about to bring about it up that? to you. It's uh. Yeah. That was one of the most disjointed episodes I've seen in a long time. I, I was. Good this I was, is season what episode? What season seven. eight? Season eight numbers is it six or seven? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was next jump- week is ninety minutes. Ooh, it was jumping yeah, from char- character to character without a whole lot of uh, segue. And I was... I, Unlike this podcast. Yeah. I was trying to keep up with what was going on. And maybe it was just I was having an off day, but my brain wasn't processing the story as fast as the story was coming into it on the screen. So I, I found this. I found it really difficult to follow this particular episode. Uh, and I'm struggling to understand the... What do they call those troglodytes that live in the live in the dumpsters? Tro- troglodytes, the dumpsterites. Yeah, no, they're not troglodytes. They're they're the junkers. Like they live in the scrapyard. Yeah, they've done nothing to explain who these people are. Why are they so weird? They live. In they're the so fucking weird, aren't they? Though. Yeah. Um, well, maybe it's because they've they've realised that the petrol's all worn out now. Nobody else has. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, are they weird? Uh, they speak very little, and when they do, it's in a sort of a Yoda-like kind yeah, of... Yeah, it's just like Yoda. I'm yeah, just thinking anti-grammatical that. sort of a thing. Maybe they've been drinking the petrol. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that <laughs> ties it all, all up, Steve. <laughs> yep. yep. um, I, did, I did like their naked painting fetish. Uh, they paint naked things, or they paint with naked things. No, while naked, they paint things. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the latter. All right. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm struggling to figure out where these, you know, why they're there, what they're going to give to the story, and, and how they survive. Yeah. Because um, where they live is very much a scrap jungle. Mm. Like wh- where they grow on crops, or how are they actually making themselves. You know, sustenance and all. I think I think you're you've very deftly pointed out a weakness in the writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's like so they're so unbelievable. I mean, in the, in the show about zombies, you know, <laughs> no, there needs, needs, needs to be some some cohesion in the overall uh, setting. Mm. Like you have to accept that zombies are real to enjoy this, right? But you know, everybody else is kind of you know staying true to that. And yeah. then you've got these random fuckers who think that it's a bit of crack to go painting in, you know, an apron. Jeez, yeah. only. You know what? It would be great to have the time 
you know, a bit of art and crafts. <laughs> yeah. his, yes, his yeah, I, don't, I don't understand yeah. it. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. then they talk. They talk like um, they talk like weirdos. Mm. So, like, at least with Ezekiel, the king, mm. they let us know why he talks the way he did. But for these, for these, they're not giving us that same background. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll fill in the gap. Yeah, hopefully they'll make some kind of a, you know, season-ending cliffhanger. We find out what the fuck happened to these guys. <laughs> well, it's mid mid-season finale, so the next episode will be the last until like February or something. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah, disappointing. It's a yeah, I really, really, really dislike the way this sort of season halving thing happens. And weekly shows. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's hard, it's hard not to get annoyed waiting for the next episode. I'm going through the same thing in Star Trek now. Oh, yeah. It's not till January or something. The last episode of the season. Did you know that? Yeah, of ages to go. Yeah. Like, what the hell? They did like nine episodes yeah, or eight episodes. Eight or nine episodes. And then See, I watch the next episode. Uh, I watch yeah. I watch After Trek where they talk about all those things in depth. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe we've to wait so long for <laughs> the next episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so the, the news for me was that Morgan Jones, the character Morgan Jones, you know Morgan, he's appearing in Fear of the Walking Dead next season. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Makes no sense geographically, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, wasn't there wasn't there rumors of a tie up with Fear of the Walking Dead happening this season in Walking Dead? You mean a crossover? Or? Yeah, yeah, a crossover. There's going to be some characters meeting each other. Oh, that's that's the, that's it. There, I've just. Revealed part yeah. of who's going to be involved. Okay. Um, so maybe it's this season rather than the next season. Maybe I misspoke in the timing. Um, but they, they chronologically they're not in the same time period. Like okay. So like one, it's been like say we take your argument of each season being a year. They're two yeah. years from the start of the outbreak. Walking Dead is eight. Oh well, that actually explains a lot because then they can meet each other, and they can give Rick and the boys some of their way younger petrol to run their cars that shouldn't be running in the other timeline. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> makes perfect sense. Um, speaking of savages, uh, UFC 218 was on at the weekend. That was a great segue, Steve. I'm proud of you. Yeah, did you like that? Um, did. did we watch it? Did you see Certainly it? I, did. I heard the news. I didn't watch it. <laughs> right. Well, prelims. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the prelims. Uh... Madeira's versus Oliveira. No. What? What'd you say? Mike's not going to watch the prelims. Uh, well, he <laughs> should. The prelims. He should for this one. <laughs> for this okay. fight, for sure. Uh, so this was like uh, Cowboy Oliveira, um, uh, and it was like a back and forth hammering and mm-hmm. war. And it's the first time in UFC history where both fighters suffered two knockdowns. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And just the fourth time in UFC history where two fights got fight at night bonuses. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So that was one of them. Yeah. Right. And uh, the other one that got uh, fight at night was Eddie Alvarez versus Justin Gagey. Um, that was for, uh, Eddie won after mm-hmm. a mangling war, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's toe to toe, right? Yeah. Um, it was Justin's first loss. He was 18 and 0 wow. going into it. Uh, yeah. So. Um, and both of them ended up in hospital afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Not even slightly surprised by that. Yeah, it was, it was just so incredible. hard going. Like, yeah. They were just hammering each other, yeah. like, hammering. It was just, and, and there was no backing down. It was just, mm. and it was like the other one. Both of them, I was just like, seriously, it's like you know one of those fights that comes along, like once every six months, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Actually, the last one, actually, it wasn't even six months. The last one, I think, was uh, Justin Gagey um, against uh, who was it? I can't remember. Jackson. That was the knee finish, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that was another one where he was, he was gone. He was down, you know, <laughs> right. had you not seen him before. Okay. Right. Yeah. He was only getting going and yeah. then he comes back <laughs> and it was just, oh, it was just incredible. Um, so that's only his second fight in the UFC actually. So he's mm-hmm. now one and one in the UFC, let's say. But, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, well worth, uh, downloading just for those two. Yeah. And then, uh, Nganu versus Overeem. There's so oh. many gifts going around of that, that finishing punch. <laughs> it's unreal. Ganu, six foot, six foot five and 260 pounds of oh. not fat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a he, scary, scary looking and individual. He's, he's six and oh in mm. the heavyweights. And he's just, yeah. he's just, he's, he's like one of those, you know, like you have, uh, 
you know, Super Simone, mm-hmm. where he's big, but you can see a lot of the weight is like from waist and down, kinda, yeah, yeah, you know, that kind of way, yeah. or same with Roy Nelson mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, a few of the other, or else are big on top and mm-hmm. so on. But this guy's so in proportion, like he's just, yeah. uh, he's, he's just incredible. He's super athlete, really. Mm-hmm. This um, guy, this guy's going to be a hell of a career. Though. He's the next superstar, I'd say. Yeah, well, he fairly took care of Alistair. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think he's, uh, against Stipe next. Uh, okay. For isn't that that's championship fight, right? Well, that's not announced now. Joe Rogan is calling for that. Oh, I'd say it's going to happen. It has well, that's to, what like, Joe says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but like it, it doesn't though. No, I hope it does, and I think it would be right if it happened. Oh. But it doesn't mean that it's going to. Um, well, he's number one contender. You, it wouldn't make sense for Overeem now. So who else is there? No, I'm just saying it's not announced yet. Okay, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> just because right, okay, yeah, Joe Rogan yeah, yeah. says stuff, mm-hmm. he says a lot yeah. of stuff that isn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe, maybe you could fight Conor the, McGregor. The, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting though when you see just how dangerous Eddie Alvarez is and how easily Conor McGregor beat him. Mm. Yeah. It just shows you the gulf and skill between Conor and the rest of the division. Well, that kind of brings us on to the main event. Which is speaking of people who were beaten by Connor, both yeah. of them, yeah. Uh, Max Holloway and Aldo uh, met for mm-hmm. a second time, mm-hmm. um, and Max just hammered him like he did the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there was no doubt about it. He hammered him, right. hammered like you were just like, "Oh God, stop it!" Yeah. You know, just stop the fight. <laughs> Aldo did better. Aldo did better than he did the first fight. I thought. He actually did significant damage with the leg kick that he couldn't throw in the last fight because he, he was injured, as well as Camp said. All oh, right. Um, no, I know lots of information about this fight because I watched Dan Hardy's Inside the Octagon YouTube video where he breaks it down. Mm-hmm. And um, Dan basically breaks the fights down so well. I love watching it. He has all the all the gizmos that they have in soccer. All right. You know, where they touch the screen to draw arrows about where the ball's going to go. All right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Except he has this magic arrow where he touches someone's foot and then it goes, bing, glows green. <laughs> that, t- that tells you you need to watch the foot, what it's about to do next. And cool. Dan is so smart. He was a great fighter, but he's, he's a way better analyst. And that's right. not disrespecting his fighting skills. It just shows you how good he is. But he talked about how the weapons that Aldo needed to bring to bear were his wrestling and his kicks, which he allegedly couldn't do because he was injured in the last fight. Mm. And sure enough, that is what he tried to do. But Holloway is just so much better than him. It made no difference to the outcome. It was the same outcome as the last fight. Yeah. But uh, Aldo has since sent sent um, a message out to his fans saying that thanks to everyone for their support and to his camp at Team Mano. But he is remaining optimistic because something about hope or some bollocks will make you forget that you just got two hammers back to back. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, ha- I haven't I haven't been subtle about letting our fans know that I hate Jose Aldo. I think he is such a maggot, mm. and I was t- delighted to see him get bet like the dog that he is again. <laughs> so he. I have to wonder now what's going to happen with him next because his contract is up in the UFC. Oh, so mm-hmm. he's had two losses back to back, and then before that he'd a win, and before that was McGregor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he beat uh, not Mendez, the other guy. He beat Jamie Edgar, not Jamie Edgar, or, uh, uh, Edgar. Frankie, Frankie, yeah, Frankie Edgar. He beat Edgar, I think it was. Lost to Connor, beat Edgar again, lost to um, Holloway twice. Yeah. So he's not going to get to fight for the title at one forty-five again while Holloway has it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's talked about how much damage the cut does to him, and maybe that's what's been impacting his cardio. Mm. So maybe he'll move up to 155. 155, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if the UFC keep him, and I have to ask the question, why the fuck would they? Well, he's in the UFC how many years, and he doesn't speak English, and he doesn't move the needle. Well, yeah, yeah, there's that. But he is, in fairness, he did do 10 years where he was never beaten. Mm. You know, and there wasn't yeah, f- that fighting long ago. maybe once a year. It wasn't that long ago. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. Well, that's still 10, ten fighters win streak, you know. Uh, but how much money did they bring in in all that time? Yeah. He doesn't move the needle. Yeah, that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, he he yeah. does Nobody watches because Jose Aldo's on the card. Nobody. <laughs> except, yeah. except 20, 30 people in Brazil, maybe. Soccer players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and his man. <laughs> who, who can afford the pay per view? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they all have got a thousand each in their house. Yeah. <laughs> In the UFC viewing favela, they purpose built for the event. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to watch yourself? You could have uh, what's his face after you. Ah, uh, oh, what's his name? 
Remember, he was he, uh, who's your man who was disrespecting the Brazilians last time out, and then met a Brazilian dude on the street. You know, the heavyweight. No. Oh yeah, yeah. He went after him. He threw a boomerang at him in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, no yeah, yeah. He threw a boomerang at his head. Yeah. Oh, God. What? Anyway, uh, not Kane Vasquez. Uh, no, Mexican. What's his name? Uh, anyway, I think that they should release uh, Aldo and let him go do something else. Bellator. He. Well, let, let him go to Bellator. There's probably fighters he can beat in Bellator. I don't know how many there is in the top ten of the UFC. Right. Yeah. No, not anymore. Like, he's shown that he can't get out of the third round yeah. when the pace is kept up. Like, Yeah. Sorry, it was Fabricio uh, Verdum. Verdum. He threw yeah. a boomerang at uh, Colby Covington's head. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> he, he called uh, Brazilian savages or something like that. So that, that's never a good move. Like, even No, if you're you trying, do have to be careful, right? You no, know, there's playing the heel and there's playing the heel. Like, you know, yeah. so... Yeah. And there's a whole lot of Brazilians to be angry at. And there's a whole lot of big Brazilians in your business. You know, it's just, it's, you just can't avoid them. Like, it's just, you know, not a good idea. Um, so, uh, oh yeah. So also on this week was the Ultimate Fighter finale. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say watch the prelims. Okay. And skip the rest. <laughs> prelims yeah. some great fights yeah, yeah, again yeah. back and forth and so on yeah. but early prelims even actually mm-hmm. was it early prelims oh no yeah. sorry it was prelims not early prelims yeah. Um, yeah some great fights in it. yeah so I haven't watched the last five seasons so I'm unlikely to watch the prelims <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's like a fight night it's yeah, yeah. rather than uh, the other layout alright yeah so um, so we st- spoke about Punisher, UFC to do. Okay, let's talk about uh, Runaways, which we spoke about this last night or last week. Uh, Mark and Mike. I don't know. If I, I don't know if I can accept the uh, the baton with such a poor segue, Steve. I, I feel like you've more in you. Come on, second better. <laughs> okay, UFC was TV. <laughs> Runaways is TV. Speaking of other TV, <laughs> well, what about if the UFC release Jose Aldo and he runs away from fighting? And he turns Speaking into of Marvin. running away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great save, Mark. Yeah. And uh, Jose Aldo was in the UFC for so long, winning fights, and he was such a, a long streak, undefeated <laughs> champion. He was a bit of a marvel. Speaking of marvel, <laughs> the latest TV show to hit our airways for marvel is Marvel Runaways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Runaways features... Okay, now bear with me, people, because although I have said this from Marvel, it is going to sound like... A uh, young adult, teeny bopper, romance type show. It is, though. Um, because yeah. I described this to I described this to, um, to Donna, and she goes, "Well, that's the plot of Pretty Little Liars." <laughs> I, went, <laughs> I went, "Wait, because then there's superpowers." <laughs> so, <laughs> so five friends have lost touch after something happened to one of their number, and. Uh, as the so pilot begins, be six kids, it then. shows. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> it shows shows one one of them basically being told by his parents, "It's been two years. You haven't. You've lost touch with your friends. It's time that you got back and touch them. Stop your clowning and uh, reconnect." So he sets out to do just that. So it was a two-hour pilot. The first hour, interestingly, told the story from the point of view of the children. The second hour of the pilot told the story from the point of view of the parents. So uh, it was an interesting twist on a theme. But don't worry, uh, Marvel fans, because um, after about half an hour of this teenage, why don't I fit in in high school bullshit, one of them figures out that they have superpowers. (sighs) Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, Mike, have you seen this? Because this is so far up your street, it's having sex with you right now. (laughs) Mark, I did see this. And And? I've taken a lot of shit for this podcast. I've watched a lot (laughs) of shit for this podcast. That's not a good start, Mark. No, it's not, Steve. I'm I'm dubious. (laughs) Mark, this is is one of the few shows that has ever been on the list that I had to turn off. Wow. (laughs) Because it was so relentlessly awful. Wow, really? Did you turn it off before the superpowers? It was the superpowers that made me turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. dear. Okay. Because pretty, li- pretty Little Liars I could tolerate on mute. It was actually quite enjoyable in, in that mode. And I thought, okay, we'll try and get through it on this basis. You know, 
it was just relentlessly awful. Um, I can't believe you switched off. I, you, you I missed, had to. You missed the whole jumping to conclusions and running away bit. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to go back, Mike. <laughs> um, you know, everybody's pretty. Everybody's fucking... No, they're not. Don't be silly. Well, they're fucking... Those who are meant to be pretty are pretty, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And everybody's rich. rich and everybody's, you know, got opportunities and they're all possibly alien yeah <laughs> you know yep. it's, i know it's got nothing nothing kind of of a hook about it okay well, they don't, don't really don't seem you, do you want to know what happened to the girl that's missing <laughs> <laughs> i don't give a flying fuck there's someone missing, <laughs> missing. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like she was murdered but what if she wasn't <laughs> <laughs> And that's the thing. The parents are just meh. You know, it's like it's the the kind of thing that grinds my gears. Grinds my gears. Where they're they're not people; they're placeholders for an idea of a character. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing fucking smelly ideas for characters in here. You know that. <laughs> you know, I could just see a fucking comedy of comedy. 30 fucking yeah. hack writers saying, Okay, guys, right, yeah. uh, right, there's five of them, right, so yeah. we need like a, dir- a nerd, a jock, a yeah. uh, goth, right, and, yeah. uh, right, that's three. <laughs> yeah. Two more, uh, SJW, oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, we need someone that likes religion. Right, yeah, yeah there's five, yeah. right, done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great job, guys. Yeah, Let's great break job. for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a bit of uh, ethnic diversity in here as yeah. well, please? <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Move along, nothing to see here. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, action yeah. items, people. Uh, yeah. We need uh, ideas for superpowers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see you after lunch. What about what about if one of them was strong? Well, I think that's been done before, but let, let's let's see what we can do. Yeah. What, what if they had special contacts and were strong? Oh yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. Go with that. Yeah. That's that's the twist we were looking yeah. for. What if they all had parents? Name? Oh yeah. What if some of the parents? weren't nice to them <laughs> what if some of them were really nice oh that would be more of a shock and you it? couldn't trust them <laughs> what what is it about this parent what that if you, you found trust? out what if you found out your whole life was a lie <gasps> <laughs> oh, i can't wait for the next episode <laughs> no I, I really want yeah. to see what happens with the religious people yeah because yeah. i know you just know there's something filthy going on there yeah. <laughs> there's, they've not been nice people like, no yeah, no yeah. Or are they even people? That's so right. I'm, I'm right. just going to jump in now. I'm just going to jump in and let you know that I really like this show. I, why doesn't that surprise um, me, Mark? You just saw the Marvel label well, and you said, there we go. Um, well, the Marvel label has been misused of late, particularly this year, because it's going on so much stuff. It's reminding <laughs> me of all the various products and or services that Krusty the Clown endorses. <laughs> but um, I just had a, a, an image of, you know the way you go in with your arms folded? Yeah. And he goes in naked, spread eagles <laughs> on the couch like Marvel. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> Bottle of KY jelly next to him. <laughs> I, I pre-put down the plastic. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mark, go on. Tell us about so, Marvel. So <laughs> I was I was watching this going, oh Lord, this is real fucking TV teenage angst and like it's it's like the breakfast club and it's really saccharine Mm. with pretend pathos that was so wafer thin that you couldn't really believe it but uh then one of them realized that they might have superpowers and all of my objections just disappeared (laughs) um and to to be honest there was a couple of there's a couple of characters in there that i was interested in like the guy that kind of tries to get them all back together at the start. The first guy we meet who's kind of like our audience proxy, kind of. Hashtag the he was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the cult the cult was a bit obvious. Mm. The, the religious stuff that we talked about. You know, what they were doing with that was a bit obvious. Well, they, they can't In, say Christian because then that's, you know, half the audience isn't going to watch it. Mm. You know? Yeah. After episode Yeah, because there, there are plenty of idiots that take that kind of thing yeah, seriously so there, still. It's like a mm. nondescript uh, gathering of people who mm. uh, enjoy chanting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and reading from a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, they they made a kind of a... Sheeple. There's, there's a bit of a twist to that in the... Towards the end of the first episode, I suppose, that I quite enjoyed. But... Um, all in all, I'm interested to see what happens to characters. The 
I can probably guess the exact moment when you turned it off, Mike. <laughs> it was when uh, when the two parents who are blatantly not real people, it's the guy with the really big hair. <laughs> oh yeah, and they're they're dropping they're dropping their kid off in the car at school, and it's like you're not real people. Nobody in the world acts like this. This is the the parent that says to their kid, "If your anxiety is bad, just go masturbate in the bathroom." <laughs> And you're going, right, this is not how real life works. Like, But um, they're pretty bad. And the I'm two episodes deep, as I mentioned. The second episode does nothing to help them, to be honest. Um, but there are other parents that are mildly interesting. Yeah. Sorry, Steve? I always pictured them as ex-hippies, kind of. Maybe, you know, yeah, And, and yeah. they're, they're, then, they're, their minds are just so fucked up from, you know, years of acid that they're just yeah. like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> 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 yeah, they did. They, they did. They didn't strike me as as real. Annoy- they, they kind of annoyed me a little bit. But apart from that, though, I am interested to see what powers they get. Why do they actually become runaways and all the rest of it? So it should be good. Just an off the cuff question, Mark. What is it about powers that attracts you so much? Well, I want superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you, Mike? Oh, you have them already. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The power of staying young despite yeah. your age. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, from from when I was no, no age, I was reading yeah. comics book, comic books. Yeah. And all those comic books are aimed at kids mm-hmm. to say, you know, just because people at school are mean to you, mm-hmm. you could get super strength and murder them. Yeah. And then you go, then you go, yeah, murder. <laughs> but, um, yeah. so I, I spent, I spent most of my young adult life looking for real superpowers. Mm. And uh, like I, I was reading the Old Testament when I was like in second class, which would make me what eight? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah seven. Uh, and then I realized, no, that's just not real. And uh, <laughs> then I was reading comics, and I realized they weren't real. Then I, that, it's half the reason I got into martial arts because I wanted to be able to do what Bruce Lee could do. Okay. And then I realized, no, actually, in real life, you can't take on seven people without a scratch. That's not how the world works. Mm. And then, then I got into bodybuilding because I wanted to be like the, you know, the giant people who are in Mr. Olympia because I figured yeah. if I was that big, that's a superpower. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize that, no, actually, you can't be that big on protein shakes and lifting weights. You have to take steroids. So over the years, I've gradually been made more and more cynical by the absence of superpowers in the world. So every so often, I get this tiny glimmer of hope from watching a TV show where it makes me forget how shit real life is. From Marvel. God. Yeah, but, but by all means, by all means, Mike, you know the tiny solace that I get in each day. Feel free to shit all over it. <laughs> he doesn't realize he is our superpower. Yes. Uh, well, actually, it just reminded me while Mark was ranting about on about the inadequacies of his life. Um, I've, I didn't tell you, Mark, about Steve's wonderful insult this week. Um, what was his wonderful insult? <laughs> oh. uh, one, one of my uh, relatives uh, passed away last weekend, <laughs> and I uh, I informed him that I was going to the funeral, and he was very sympathetic, and uh, he 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 said, you know, what age was was he? And I said he was ninety four, and then Steve came back. He said. Wow, I didn't realize you were older than your great granduncle. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Steve. Very good. Fuck you, Ricky. <laughs> 1994 is a brave age, isn't it? Isn't it, Justin? Uh, yeah, I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, speaking of Mike, uh, we also watched Godless. <laughs> oh, was this Mike that put this on? No. I was wondering which of you no, assholes put just, something that's an hour and 10 minutes long on the list. Yeah, that was I would me. never do for, such a thing, for, Mark. It's for TV. No, 25 just, minutes or both. I said, well, I won't be watching that. Fold my arms. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark, you may have missed a trick. It's unlikely that I did, Steve. <laughs> do you watch Westworld, Mike? Yes. Did you, Mark? Yep. Well, this is absolutely nothing like it. This is like mm-hmm. a proper, proper Western. This has got good guys, bad guys, and a lot of defenders of towns mm-hmm. and mining companies with bad contracts. And mm-hmm. it's got everything. It's got everything. Um, this stars uh, Jeff Daniels as bad guy Griffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle, is it Doherty or is it actually Doherty? They call it Dockery or Docker Doherty. Do- do- yeah, do something. Doesn't sound right though. Uh. Doherty. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and Jack O'Connell. Uh, what was that line in the song? And then, and I never even got so far that they could change my name. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this, uh, yeah, uh, Jack O'Connell plays Roy Good, right? Um, so this was what I thought was, uh, people had said was a feminist western, mm. um, but and about a town full of women. But no, it's not. Um, there is that element to it, and there's some components, let's say. Mm. That, uh, maybe along that theme, but, uh, certainly not overall. Um, the, the main theme of this is, uh, Roy Good, Jack O'Connell, um, is in with a gang. He's sort of been raised by Jeff Daniels, who's Griffin, by mm-hmm. Just remind everyone. You with me? Yep. And, uh, so the, the theme is that Griffin is after Roy, because mm-hmm. he fecked off. Because mm-hmm. he didn't like the life of raping and pillaging good mm-hmm. folk. Um, and all that kind of way of life. So, uh, mm-hmm. Griffin still wants all the pies. He wants uh, all the money in all the towns, and he's going along and um, sort of uh, raiding them. But uh, Roy Good got in his way and uh, sort of stole his proceeds of one of his robberies mm-hmm. and shot his arm off. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so as you can imagine, Griffin is uh, uh, hot in his heels. So, Roy, so it was just a misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there's also a sheriff um, who wants redemption, and his sister. Who's ahead of her time? She mm-hmm. wears trousers, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I love the line where she shed her dead husband's name. Uh, what did she say? I ain't carrying it around like a bucket of water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thought that was brilliant. So there's loads of shootouts. There's a posse, and uh, yeah. So the the town full of women uh, occurred because there was a mining disaster which killed uh, all the men in the town. Mm-hmm. So they have to uh, man up for a word, <laughs> want of a better phrase. And, uh, oh, I'm going to six shown on you, buddy. Know, yeah, and uh, defend the town. So mm. um, yeah, um, so yeah, that was it in a nutshell. Um, Sounds interesting. Yes, and this is, I believe, one season TV show. Mm. So we're not going to have seven seasons of this, which is great mm-hmm. news, I think, because yeah. uh, it actually entices me to watch more of it. Mm. Um, even before I saw the first episode. So, yeah. So, what do you think? Do you remember I told you how much I hated the Marvel yes. offering this week? There's only one thing you hate more than that, though, Mike, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> That's women in trousers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Mark, you know, this... Mark has his Marvel weakness. I have a Western weakness. So... Like Mark, I approach this spread-eagled and lubed up, ready, <laughs> ready to get my fix. Yeah. And I was sorely, sorely disappointed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, loved the panoramas, the music, very atmospheric, and, you know, that kind of set me a tingle. Yeah, yeah. But once people started talking, I started getting annoyed. There's a lot of talking. Yeah. And... Slowly, slowly, the arms started to fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the whole, what do you call it? We'll call it a, a plot trick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to remove all the men from town just didn't sit well with me. It has happened, dude. Happened yes. in Australia, as I was informed last week. It did. Mm-hmm. But not in my TV. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I don't, don't call wa- this entertainment. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't care. I don't want to watch a town where this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I could see this. Yeah, it's it's all coming to a head now, like a dirty great spot in your right. forehead. Okay. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I saw the John genre that I love <coughs> and have done for so many years. Being infiltrated by modernism. Oh, yeah, the worst. Oh, they, they, there's all kinds of things about gender, race, sexuality, fucking just stuff that doesn't belong in a western. Oh, it doesn't belong in a group of savages living in lawlessness, exactly, or godlessness, exactly. Okay, so it doesn't yeah. fit with the with the timeline, is it, or with the 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 what's the it, word? It's it's the imposition of twenty first century sensibilities okay. on eighteen eighty four. Yeah, exactly. And once you start fucking with history, I get annoyed. Okay, <laughs> I really do. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, they were also clean. Oh, yeah, it was pretty clean, all right. There was some great fucking hair in that show. 
<laughs> it did kind of remind me of the Westworld set. Yeah, but at least in Westworld they were robots. They had an excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that just took it down so many levels for me, and and at that point I really started to resent the time that I was spending watching it. Oh. Yeah. In fact, I was resenting it even more than the time that I spent watching yeah, South right. of Hell. <laughs> oh, right, no, really. <laughs> you, yeah. You've had a week of TV debasement, Mike. I have. Yes, I feel soiled. You really fucking <laughs> have. <laughs> you've enjoyed nothing. You've deliberately watched stuff that you knew was terrible. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, where do you go from here? Like, I'd, I'd say the only way is up, Mark. Okay. I'd say he should actually put his own pick on the list for once. I'd say that might help. How <laughs> about that, Mike? Yeah, he'd, ne- he'd never do it, Steve. He'd never do it. Never do it, would he? No. Um, yeah, so that's filler from you. I'm talking about. I think so, Steve. Yeah, sorry, yeah. man. Hmm. I'm still on the fence of it. See, I'm not not seeing great reviews on this, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering. Should I invest the time mm. in it? But like you say, there's a lot of chat. Mm. A lot of chat when there should have been less chat, yeah. more action. Yeah. Um, for a Western. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Kind of, yeah, mm. it's thrillery. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think I, I suspect I'll come back to it next mm. week, but I suspect I'll have watched episode two by next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can tell us all about your plans for your summer holidays in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fence it <isn't> it? <laughs> um so okay trailer and a filler okay yeah um let me see the last thing what did we watch oh yeah mark six days mark in documentary shocker <laughs> so uh six days tells the story of the iranian embassy hang on T- two documentaries in two weeks mark that's the shocker mm. What the hell? Are you trying to get educated or something? Yeah. Well, see, when I read the synopsis, I thought that this was some kind of Bruce Willis movie, like London <laughs> <Earth> Fallen. <laughs> so what's it about, Mark? Uh, it's, it's about the, I guess, the, the hostage-taking and eventual freeing of the Iranian embassy back in, during the Thatcher era. 1980. Mm-hmm. Which is, is back in the... Um, 80s, yeah. Was it, was it actually 1980? Was yeah. that the year? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. So this is this is a real event that happened in the world. Um, <laughs> it was in the papers and that, stuff. Careful with spoilers <laughs> now, Mark. <laughs> so that, that I enjoyed learning about uh, anew. Because <laughs> um, I, like, I was much like when Joey and friends got the encyclopedia for the word V. And he kept trying to bring conversation around to it. I would, I would have heard, I would have heard people talk about, oh God, the Iranian embassy was terrible. So that was just like, like the Iranian embassy. And I go, oh God, just true, <laughs> just true. Although really, although really, they were talking about a letter that wasn't in my encyclopedia. <laughs> but no more. Now I am well versed in the goings on of, of those fateful six days. Mm. So th- that's that's kind of what it's about. It's a, it's a documentary. It's on Netflix. Mm. Do you watch this, Mike? What's he thinking? Mm. Um, Dramatization, I'd say, more than a documentary, right? Mm, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah it is yeah, a dra- okay. docudrama. It's not really a documentary. Docudrama, yeah, okay. Yeah. Docudrama, um, yeah. Yeah, it's... Save the docudrama for your mama. <laughs> okay, where do I start with this? I... Day one. Day one. <laughs> <laughs> 1980, Mike. <laughs> um, I've seen this story over and over again um, over the years and I did actually see part of it on telly. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there was never going to be anything new which is a struggle and I also knew in advance that like the gunfight wasn't going to be that satisfactory Yeah. Because it's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's over in like a millisecond. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's way longer in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, Mark Strong, big fan. Mm. Um, really? Yeah. Mm. He, he was in the guard. Yeah. He was brilliant in the guard. Oh, he was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, he, 
He was actually, yeah. He brings his, his thing to it. The people are not very easy looking. Again, there's some fairly good hair in there. Um, <laughs> Too clean looking. <laughs> <laughs> they have all the right cars and they have all the right phones. Tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the perspective is fucking everyone smoking. Yeah, everybody's smoking, but it's it's all from the outside. You know, you get very little idea of what's going on the inside, which kind of imbalances the the drama aspect. Yeah, because I wanted to see the, what the terrorists were like, sort of yeah. arguing about, and, and, and the prisoners, so and the prisoners. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so they they totally missed an open goal with that, yeah. you know. And sorry, terrorists. It depends which side you're on. Uh, terrorists, freedom fighters. <laughs> <laughs> so they, you know, they had to fill in bits of the show, um, say with like training and yeah. stuff. Which could have been better spent, minutes better spent examining what was going on inside, I thought. Hmm. So, for me, that was a bit unsatisfactory. Because huh. um, I quite enjoyed the training montage. Well, everybody likes a montage. Yeah, yeah. But in yeah. terms of getting the story told, yeah. you didn't really need to know that. Hmm. Yeah, true. Um, you know, you, you pretty well assume that these guys spent a lot of time getting good at what they do. Yeah, but how did they do it? How good did they get Like, I like the bit where yeah. they're like, okay, there's a bus coming. Okay, let's train for that. Yeah. So they get a bus, yeah. smash it to bits. Yeah, and do, yeah I, I enjoyed that now. I, mm. I kind of enjoyed it too. I thought one of the strengths of this was that it told the story from everyone's perspective at once. Except the terrorists. And, and the prisoners. No, 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 no. You absolutely were hearing the story from the point of view of both of those groups. We had two terrorists that they told us a lot about. Mm. We had one prisoner that they told us a lot about, mm. and then we had a, a member of the negotiating team, mm. a member of the, you know, the SAS. Is that what the group was? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we we got it from everybody's point of view. We even had you know somebody who a family member of a hostage on the outside. We had a reporter. So, geez, there wasn't fucking anyone else involved. Mm. The only one that they didn't actually show us was Margaret Thatcher and she kept sending messages the whole time so you felt like she was there anyway. Because she's, hum- she's some whore. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought she was really funny whenever I saw her on Spitting Image, but Jesus, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> Strong woman. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can't, I, uh, I can't say that I think that they should have dropped the training for the terrorist mm-hmm. thing. Okay, because I, you know, I thought it was quite strong in an attitude yeah, and so yeah. on, okay. and in in a documentary way, mm-hmm. uh, as to oh, this is how they do the stuff before they go for a certain mm-hmm. uh, mission or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, or then they need to adjust it and shit. Mm-hmm. We've only got twelve hours. Okay, we yeah. can do five and doing this, mm-hmm. and they do it once. Okay, let's do it twenty more times. So mm-hmm. you know, when they're actually running into that building and two guys run off to the right and two mm-hmm. to the left, they've done it how many times? You yeah, know, and yeah. they've. <laughs> You know, they've choreographed this because they have the map of the building and the mm-hmm. caretaker to come and look and see, mm-hmm. is it right? And all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. I thought the detail was great there. Mm-hmm. Um, I did too, yeah. The weakest point I thought was, uh, not not quite, no, Mark Strong wasn't the weakest point. No, it was his wife. Mm-hmm. You've had this point before. Like, why? <laughs> like, why was she there? <laughs> like, why? She added nothing. No. Like, mm-hmm. uh, except to have a wife. Yeah. But her character was like... There was nothing, no substance to it. It was mm-hmm. like she, she was but just, what, what, she was just playing the wife at home. What, yeah, like Mark Strong was under a lot of pressure. He obviously <laughs> needed somebody to get him through the day. But then he, he was uh, Mark Strong. He, he is the new master of long pauses. Yeah, uh, Ryan yeah. Gosling. Sorry, yeah, he beats this. because he picks up phones and waits five minutes after someone says hello on the other line yeah. to reply. That's right. Even when it's the wife, at the time yeah. attention, he's like yeah. hello. Oh. I know that's you. Are you there? Oh. Are you okay? And then he goes, yes, I'm okay. <laughs> and then there's another big long pause and then he hangs yeah. up. And I was yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> That's all he said. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah. really? That's how you yeah. communicate? No, it's not. For a guy who's a negotiator, yeah. that's how he communicates? No, right. I don't think so. Yeah. So the believability was just like, okay. Could you imagine him trying to order an Indian takeaway or something? I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone there. Hello. <laughs> Can I have a... <laughs> Hello? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, 
honestly, I didn't think I'm not. You said you're a big fan of Mark Strong, mm-hmm. and I don't think he's that strong. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Mark. You know, okay, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you didn't even get that benefit. I never got over jailbreak tattoo way out map tv show <laughs> okay. thing right yeah <laughs> prison break that's the one yeah. yeah yeah um yeah so that yeah anyone involved in that sorry <laughs> when they appear again it's just like ah jesus <laughs> they've rolled them out again they must be cheap yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah no uh so and also the the newscaster mm. who used the very same accent mm-hmm. Or not very same, very same intonation for every report. Okay. Oh my god, it drives me nuts. <laughs> um, now granted, you got the BBC voice down. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. Australian, actually. Yeah. And uh, I did like the banter between the reporters outside. That was kind of mm-hmm. cool. And uh, what else was? It? Oh yeah, when the like all the the sort of the colonel of the SAS mm-hmm. and the dudes are meeting in the boardroom. I thought mm-hmm. their interactions were quite good. Yeah. Um, and overall, I enjoyed it. I have to say. Okay. Yeah. Just a couple of weak spots, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's no wonder it didn't go to cinema. Can't you? You're on mute again, dude. <laughs> Sometimes I like to talk to myself. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do you know that I wasn't just having a conversation with myself and actually that mute was on on purpose? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> do you know, you, know the, um, you know the meme that's going around about uh, your one on Carnation Street, uh, Audrey? No. No. Okay, well, you go. I'm going to look this up after I finish here, but when Audrey says a sentence on Coronation Street, right afterwards she makes this really weird sound that after watching Coronation Street for a while you don't notice. Right. But there's a couple of YouTube clips where they where they pull out a whole list of her doing it. Oh, really? So she'd go, she'd do something like, and what are you going to do then? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> where have you been? Down to the pub? Hmm? <laughs> Oh yeah, I do know her. Yeah, she's got, she's the one with the shaky hair, right? Helen is it? I Helen don't know. Oh no, Sue Nichols. Oh no, Sue Nichols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also got shaky hair. She's got eighties hair. You know, this, oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you're she's about. she's got the big uh, the big hair thing going on. Look at that. Yeah, she's been humming for many that's, many that's, decades. That's, now. that's quite the main. Many for, many decades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, you you didn't realize I was talking to myself? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Jeepers, she's seventy four. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, she's still doing TV? Hmm? Looking good, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, see the way you stop noticing it after a while. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> anyway, look at, I have a similar summary to Six Days as you do, Steve. I thought that, that they did enough to move it along yeah. at a pace that kept it interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not great. Like, it's certainly not as good as the Voyager documentary, in my opinion. It's a docudrama, so I guess it's a different thing. Mm. But it's, it's not as good as a lot of stuff. But it, it killed an hour and 25 minutes or something like that. I remember thinking, God, this is only 15 minutes longer than that fucking TV show I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also, uh, you know what? You are left with no holes in the story as to what happened. Mm. I mean, you know it from all angles, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you actually had an education watching it, Mark. I think. Mm. Jesus, brilliant. Yeah, I learned, yeah, I learned he, about all kinds of things that happen in the real world. When we're doing uh, the bikies and we go for a few pints now, I'll be able to talk about uh, the uh, Iranian embassy siege with Mark. Yeah. And Titanic. Yeah. With <laughs> and Voyager. The Iranian embassy siege when, when Mark was taken from all angles. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Senna. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so, so out of 10, out of 10, I'm going to give this a five. Yeah, I think five is fair. Yeah, five is fair, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Just yeah. okay. Just grand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think our personal predilections mm. kind of expressed whether we liked it more or not, mm-hmm. more or less. So yeah. it's it's average, mm. but it's it's not bad, I don't think. Yeah, sure. Give it a watch on a Sunday afternoon. But if you're doing nothing else and you have the fire on, I'm sure there's nothing else on TV. Yeah. Um, did it, oh, yeah. Just so you know, uh, Jurassic World 2 trailer has just dropped. Oh. Mm. I know you're all excited about that, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, I'm positively I am. quivering in anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to start watching trailers again because we've no idea what's coming up. Yeah. Not true. I, was, I have every idea what's coming up. Well, tell us what's coming up. Aquaman. Yeah, apart from Marvel superhero stuff, what else is coming up? I mean, good movies. That's that's DC and you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Thank our Lord Vader. 
Um, no, there's uh, Star Wars, uh, Gangsterland mm. or something as well. Is mm. out. So I believe that's meant to be pretty good. Speaking of Star Wars, I was walking around uh, outside of work mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and as I was ambling down the side of the building, mm-hmm. there was a guy approached from the other direction, and uh, a hooded figure. He <laughs> 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 was quite a. a Jolly looking sort. Oh. But as I got closer, I realized that he was wearing a big Star Wars t shirt. Mm. <laughs> hey, Mike, it's a me. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> <laughs> it took, it took every, every ounce of strength in me not to high five him as I was going. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Did you give him an annoying nod? <laughs> no, I said, just keep it cool, Mike. Pretend you haven't seen it. <sighs> it's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gotten a nerd nod, dude. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that it for this week. I think so. Right. So we'll leave it there. So from Mike, Mark and Steve, stay classy. <laughs>